As ISIS worked to spread torture and terror through the Middle East and beyond, the group was also filling social media with propaganda videos trying to recruit new members to join its so-called caliphate. But not all video worked to the group's advantage. In Aleppo, ISIS members were being recorded without their knowledge while they were performing their murderous work. That's giving international prosecutors concrete evidence to push for more meaningful convictions. Jemana Karache has the details and a warning to you that her report contains disturbing and graphic video. Answering the call to unite under one flag. This is the source of our glory. It was an ISIS hallmark. Slick media productions terrorizing the world. It's what they wanted us to see. But not this. This film is different. This film is Islamic State without Islamic State knowing it was being filmed. Never before seen video. Inside the group's headquarters in the Syrian city of Aleppo in 2013, a children's hospital turned into a house of horrors. CCTV video that captures the reality of the Islamic State, where torture was routine. Hundreds of Syrians were held in this makeshift prison. Many never made it out to tell their stories. Others did, including some Western hostages with chilling accounts of what they survived and witnessed. We could hear uh, the Syrian prisoners in the first places where we were detained, uh, in the Aleppo hospital, for instance. Uh, we could see uh, some of them in the corridors, and we could see some people lying in, in their blood. This video is much more than just a snapshot of ISIS's reign of terror. As a normal state of affairs, the hospital had CCTV running. The members of Islamic State didn't realize that this was being recorded in the background and didn't think too much about it. And the cameras rolled for months, capturing scenes like this. A captive left hanging in a stressed position. Blindfolded detainees march down the hallway. Here, a fighter laughing as he pushes down the head of a handcuffed and hooded detainee. These only a few of the clips shared exclusively with CNN by the Commission for International Justice and Accountability, CJA. This is exactly the type of treatment that we've heard about from survivors. Right? What makes this important is, as you see right there, the, the Islamic State member uh, without a mask on walking down the hall. Right? That's a person that would normally try and hide his face outside. We've blurred faces to preserve ongoing investigations and possible future prosecutions. That's incredible evidence at trial for several of these individuals who've been identified. According to Engels, fighters from all over the world, including senior members from Europe and the U.S., were operating in the facility. This video, he says, has already been used to identify a French suspect. Evidence gathered has long allowed them and law enforcement in various Western countries to identify and track down ISIS members who fled. Before the fall of ISIS's so-called caliphate, Siege's war crimes investigators worked undercover collecting evidence like this from the battlefields in Syria and Iraq. It's often the case that domestic law enforcement or prosecutorial authorities have enough evidence to prove that they were a member. What we think is important is that wherever possible, we're able to prosecute them for the torture, for the kidnapping, for the murder. This is not just about the past. ISIS remains a top global security threat. These are individuals that have already proven that they are a threat. Uh, and we don't want to give them the opportunity to decide to go down that path again. You know, we've had 
several hundred requests for information. Our law enforcement partners have not at all forgotten about the conflict. Just before dawn on January 17th, heavily armed Dutch police descended on this street in the village of Arkel. They raided a house and arrested a man suspected of having been a senior ISIS commander in Syria. His arrest in the small sleepy town where he lived a quiet life with his wife and children shocked the nation. Residents here were reluctant to speak to us about the suspect identified as Ahem LS. He allegedly operated in Damascus, not Aleppo. So it wasn't the CCTV video that led to his arrest. It was a tip from a Syrian NGO and witness testimony that triggered a years-long Dutch investigation. Sources say he had a long history of extremism in Syria, holding leadership positions first within an Al-Qaeda affiliate and later ISIS. Ayhamel S, who rejects the government's accusations, now faces life in prison. He had a leading position within a terrorist organizations. Miriam Blom is the lead public prosecutor on the case. She's charged him with two counts of membership in terror organizations with the aim to commit war crimes. In order to charge him with uh, separate war crimes, like execution or violent arrests or, uh, or torture, um, uh, you need more evidence than indications. And so this is ongoing and... We have, we have investigations still going on, yeah. Was he hiding? He was not hiding. He was just living there openly. People like him and uh, also war criminals uh, can come to the Netherlands hiding in the legitimate stream of, of refugees. And to be able to, to investigate and prosecute those cases is a very a very important aspect in our mission not to be a safe haven for uh, war criminals. The trail of terror ISIS left behind will haunt not only their victims, but those who tormented them. Jumana Karache, CNN.